Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. that will explain it for you. Come see for yourself. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. So here we are. We're doing the first ever Wild Hair, which is going to be more like my old show, which I usually describe as an audio version of The Muppet Show on LSD. Welcome to Wild Hairs, where we talk about these weird stories that we seem to find. Let's be honest, they kind of find us. True. Yeah, very much so. Uh, For those of you that listened to the first episode of The Rabbit Hole, I want to thank you um, for the feedback and the the listens. We got some great reception on that. We did, and I can't wait to get started on the rest of those episodes. All the stuff we have planned. Yes. Uh, (laughs) The... The rabbit hole will be the main show, but uh, these wild hairs, these are going to be like in-between shows, um, just to give us time to research and, you know, not throw everything at the wall at once. There won't always be a wild hair in between every episode, but it'll be in between one and the other, if not every two. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm intending to throw them in between every one. We talked about this last week and you forgot already. No, I remembered. It's just a matter of this is how I want to run things and that's how it's going to happen. Everyone else can just be okay with it. Including you. Hmm. I would like to say, though, um, I officially hate pants. Like, 100% hate pants at this point. We moved to the desert about a year ago. And I have worn shorts almost every single day since we've gotten here. Almost, yeah. Unless you had a job where you had to wear pants, like real pants. Yeah. Other than that, I'm in shorts. Um, And I had to go out this morning and I put on pants and it was terrible. It was fucking terrible. Uh, I do not like pants anymore. Although I do like my scrub pants that I have to wear for work. Those are comfortable. Let's be honest, those aren't real pants. No, those are more like pajamas. I get to kind of wear pajamas to work every day. Which I used to actually have a pair of scrubs that I wore as pajama pants. Mm -hmm. So The blue ones. Uh, Yeah, you wear pretty green. But I stay down with pants. Preferably not in public though, folks. Like I said, I've always been a strong proponent of leggings. Leggings are wonderful. But those are still technically pants to me. Oh, no, they're not. Yes, uh, to me they are. If it goes down to your ankle, it's fucking pants. As long as there's like legs. (laughs) Pants. It's fucking pants. (laughs) I don't care. Well, ever since we moved here, too, I've been like wearing dresses and shorts a lot. Like the shorts are. Oh, God. It's because it's fucking hot. It is. It is fucking hot. Like, if you've ever wondered what what the inside of your oven feels like to live in, move to the desert. Yeah. It's a... Tucson, Phoenix. Yeah, pretty accurate description. Yeah, it is. It's fun going out and trying to grab your damn steering wheel and burning your fingertips. 
driving with only your fingertips. It's like every scene in the movie where someone tries to get a pan out of the oven without oven bits, and they go, ha, 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 and they're dropping it. Like, that's how driving is in the desert. Like, you're literally afraid to touch your car because some part of your anatomy is going to get burned. The seat belt. The seat belt metal burns so much. Ah, my thigh. You're like cooking humans every time you get into a car. Yeah. So, um... <clears throat> One of the first stories we have here, this is totally me. 100% me. Man puts up electric fence to keep kids off of his lawn. You know, I'm okay with it for the most part. It was just that the poor man, did, he didn't warn them. Screw that. Stay off my property. Now, he did end up finding out that he put the, the, the fence up too far out from where his property line actually started but officials pretty much told him that you know the fence is legal to go up as long as you keep it on your property line the man didn't however put up any signs to warn the kids which again is me you little bastard stay out of my lawn stay off my lawn or you're going to get electrocuted but he did have a sign up that said you know no trespassing it was very clearly stated, no trespassing. Like well, that I understand, but like some of them. The exact sign said, private property, hunting, fishing, trapping, or trespassing for any purpose is strictly forhib- uh, forbidden. <clears throat> Prohibited. Prohibited. Violators will be uh, prosecuted. So, I mean. I don't think the, was... the prosecution is his own version of the electric chair to a nine-year-old. I, I mean, don't think that's okay. I mean, it wasn't like they were going to end up like, what was it? Uh, uh, one of the guys from Home Alone where, you know, you touch it and you're just electrified into oh, a skeleton. No. But, but Jesus. Come on. It, it's a light shock. And sometimes you have to learn the hard way. I, I just... I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't just because... They're kids. They're playing. I don't know. I like his style. He waited till the first day of school, let the kids get on the bus. The fence wasn't there. And by the time the kids got home, the fence was there. My man had a plan and he put he, it in he, action. Like, I can see this guy in his, like, basement, like, on the corkboard thinking, like, this is the first day of school. Because you know he didn't have kids. Like, how did he, one, he realized what the first day of school was. He had to look it up. No, there's a bus stop by his house. I, I get that, because he lives in a neighborhood. But at the same time, Jesus Christ. Zap the shit out of them kids. Get off my lawn. And pull up your pants while you're at it. Your music's too loud. <laughs> Why do those things have to do with each other? Because this pull is... Pull up your pants because your music is too loud. <laughs> this is total crotchety old man behavior. Do you want to turn up the music? Drop your pants a little. Like, that turns it into a reverse stripper show. <laughs> Uh, and all he had to pay is a slightly higher electric bill. Actually, he didn't even have to pay that. He set it up with a solar panel. He didn't even want to have to pay to keep the no, kids off There's a picture line. right there. He, he set, did, it he set it up with, with a solar panel to electrocute kids. Oh I'm going to use the power of the fiery star in the sky to hurt you. That is like... That's some biblical type shit, though. Someone has, like... Who hurt this man? <laughs> Who hurt him to make him hate kids? Like, I, I they're kids, man. What can they really do? I mean, I know some kids are like, well, one, they were playing outside. That that right there to me was enough. Well, no, they cut through his lawn when they go to school and come home. It wasn't so much Shut that up, they were playing. <laughs> yeah, 
get off my lawn and get on the bus and get an education. One that teaches you not to cut across lawns that have electric fences. You can't decide no trespassing at that point. Because I don't think we're talking like five to seven year olds. I think we're talking like... Uh, middle schoolers. Probably anywhere from 10 to 13. But... Mm. Me though. And uh, if any of you other people out there are in agreement, please let us know. If you're not, well, just keep your opinion to yourself. Wow, <laughs> wow you are every epitome of a dickbag today. Okay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, brilliant plan, and I love that the county officials told him that he could put it up, just make sure it was on his actual property line. I guess he had put it up uh, on a public access throughway. Um, oh God, you can't do that. But he didn't know that that wasn't his property. So, although you would figure someone that has tra no trespassing signs knows exactly where his property line is. I don't know. I think he just wanted to get him no matter what. Like, that seems like if I just go this far out, maybe they won't notice. That's like hanging a hundred bug zappers from your Who was roof. angry enough to call the police on this man? Parents. Why didn't they just keep their kids off the lawn? It's his lawn. He can do whatever he wants. That's a good question. Why did they want him to them to obviously walk through his lawn? Because precious little Timmy and Tommy never do anything wrong. Precious little Timmy and Tommy can walk on the sidewalk with the rest of a normal human being. I don't disagree. Yeah. I oh, okay. do not disagree. Moving on. This one's a fun one. Woman shot after performing sex act for $5 and some Pringles. I, I just... Big shocker, this was in Florida. Oh, God. I just can't with this. Half of me wanted a joke like, yes, you can find me at the local Walmart. And the other half of me was like, oh, God, why in the world? A woman in Florida was shot by a man after she performed a sexual act on him for $5 and some Pringles chips. The woman was reportedly shot at a gas station in Jacksonville shortly after 10 p.m. Uh, in January. Oh, my God. After the sex act was performed, the suspect demanded his $5 back and shot her in the shoulder. The shooter then ran away from the scene. What, he didn't care about his Pringles? <laughs> he didn't give a shit about the Pringles. I have a feeling the Pringles were part of the sex act. Or maybe, just maybe, he was not happy with the, the level of service she provided. But it's not like he asked for an entire refund. He only wanted them five A refund? Back. What are you going to do? Give the blowjob back? Ew, snowballing. I mean... My brain went there. Aw. <laughs> Aw, snowballing. Yuck. <laughs> Gross. That's so disgusting. But only in Florida. <laughs> Uh. This reminds me of the other story that I had seen. I, I didn't pull it to completely talk about it, but a woman was uh, arrested for driving around Walmart on one of those scooters, yeah. drinking wine out of a Pringles container. Which, let me tell you, when that story first hit my timeline, do you know how many of the people on my Facebook timeline were just talking about it? Like, this is me. Mm. Like, y'all let her live. She's living her best life, which she is. This woman, this is like the type of woman who is sick of her kids. She just went to the PTA. She's tired of the shit, and she just wants to do her grocery shopping. Do you remember the college chick story? that Where she was, the, the it was like the University of Texas, and yeah. she's had so many DUIs that they took her car away, and she drove like 
the little four-year-old power wheel. Yep. And then got campus. pulled over for being drunk driving it. Yeah. Uh, girl. <laughs> Ten bucks they're related. <laughs> Ten bucks they're the same yeah. woman. <laughs> I don't understand. I want to know, though, what flavor Pringles. Like, what flavor of Pringles is so good that you're willing to perform a sexual act for them? Pizza. Yeah? Is that what it's going to take? I don't think there's a single flavor of Pringles that could get me to perform a sexual act. Pizza. They No. They all taste like potato tennis balls. No, they don't. <laughs> no. Because the pizza ones are different. They were the first Pringles I ever tried. It was so it's different, baby. I won't hurt you this time. <laughs> That's exactly what I heard. <laughs> They're different. <laughs> He's different, I tell you. He's different <laughs> he's not gonna do it again look at least she didn't do it for like a handful of ruffles or a the, handful of lays ruffles make sense they're ribbed for her pleasure ew get out <laughs> leave but like i said florida it, it it totally makes sense that this takes place in florida um, the woman did not suffer any life-threatening injuries. Um, pride, on the other hand, is deeply bruised. Um, and authorities continue to investigate. It's okay. Um, it's okay. It seems like she's the type of woman who would get, like, a little hummingbird tattoo over the bullet hole. Imagine the police officer that has this case on his desk. It's still ongoing at this point. I'm sorry. I just can't think of when 911 was called... That poor operator, because you know very well someone answered it and heard, okay, then what happened? I, I'm sorry. Did you say Pringles? You, wait. You gave a blowjob for Pringles and $5, and the man wanted his money back, and he shot you. Ma'am, how bad at giving blowjobs are you? I know exactly how bad she was. How dry do you want it? No. How much teeth? Any of you remember that stupid video? No. What? The cat with the banana. <laughs> I oh, love God. that video so much. Ah, that brings back horrible memories. I told you. That, okay, so you didn't shoot that one. Mm -mm. So, how bad was it past that that he had to shoot her? Right. She just jumped down like the wrong end of a popsicle. What my lovely wife is talking about is I had an ex that gave blowjobs like that. that like, she was chewing, chewing on a banana. Yeah. I left. I, I, I got the hell out of there quickly. Yeah. I, I didn't shoot her. But some people wish you would have. Ugh. Moving on. <laughs> Man claims to have lost his virginity to an alien, and now he paints about it. I want to buy the paintings. David Hutchins is a man who claims to have lost his virginity by having sex with an extraterrestrial when he was just 17. Now, he paints pictures of the strange sexual encounter. While everyone's first time is supposed to be memorable, his was one that will stick with him forever. <laughs> like, there's even a documentary about oh, this. No. It's called Love and Saucers. And you can find it on Apple, Amazon, Voodoo, YouTube, YouTube, Google Play, and what's the other one? I can't see. I don't know. It's too Bottom small. Bottom left corner. Too small. Can't see it. Well, then rip. But, so, I... 
I mean, I just, I don't understand. And why does she look like Yoko? I don't know. I was just, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures here and I'm just dumbfounded. I mean, I don't. I mean, they're nice paintings. I'll give them that. They're not bad. I want to know if this is true or not, though. I mean, I'm sure he believes this 100%. The story that I have here is, goes on to say that he does the paintings as a sort of an art therapy type deal, and apparently one day he thinks he got a message from the mysterious beings suggesting that he paints what he sees. After that, everything got better. He was able to sleep for the first time in weeks, and he came to peace with what happened to him. So, I, I mean, mean, if all this... all power to the dude, but... At the same time, like, if he did, by any stretch of the imagination, if he really did, like, lose his virginity, why am I even saying this out loud? If he did lose his virginity to an alien, I just, and then it gets a message telling, I mean, more power to him, but dude, you sound nuts. I believe this will be part of the president's next attempt to get his wall. Aliens are coming in and having sex with our underage children. We already have Space Force. We don't need that. <laughs> but if he honestly believes this happened to him and paintings, paintings good. help him, well, then, you know, I mean, whatever, but... <sighs> Look, for what they are, the paintings are really good. He's a really good artist. Like, if nothing else, he really is a good artist. The paintings look cool. They're interesting. Would I buy one? Not of that particular one. But they're pretty cool, to say the least. What's worse is he's not the only one that believes this. There are many other people who believe uh, that not only is he telling the truth, but they also have been abducted and had sex with by aliens. Oh, God. Okay, Ufos. Okay. I mean, more power to you. Uh, I had, um, wet dreams when I was younger too, but none of them had anything to do with aliens. No, ew, cut that out. No. No, cut that out. No, ew. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is these people were dreaming and imagined that they were abducted. I believe in aliens. Don't get me wrong. Believe in alien abductions to a degree. I don't necessarily believe they're here to, to push our fun buttons. I mean, honestly, if they're here and if they're observing us and they see that sex is something that we do, why wouldn't they want to partake to research that as well? I can see that being a thing. I had sex with they're an alien? That sounds like a Weekly World News headline. In fact, I think it was for seven months in a row. Kudos to him, though, for being able to vocalize and admit or at least be willing to share this insane story. I mean, if nothing else, it's got him sales. Right? You know, somebody, some alien person has bought this. I think I fully intend, after we get done recording, to try and go find Love and Saucers. I want to watch this. I do not. <laughs> You're good. Waste, uh, how long is it? Let's see. How many hours? Oh, it doesn't say? It doesn't oh, this say is just the trailer. trailer. Yeah, this is just the trailer. We figure it's a full feature length. I, no, I'd say it might be 30, 40 minutes. We'll find out. Hold on and I'll look it up. I don't want to hold on. We'll find out later when I sit down to watch this damn thing. I'm not watching this. That's fine.
We'll report back afterwards with what we found. We will not. He will. The next story I have here is the true definition of balls of steel. This man is a badass. In any sense of the word, you look up badass in the dictionary, and this man's picture should be there. Nebraska farmer cuts off trapped leg using pocket knife. I love this story. This man, okay, so Omaha, Nebraska, a farmer says he had to cut off his own mangled leg with a pocket knife after becoming trapped in a grain hopper. Uh, 63-year-old was unloading corn last month when he accidentally stepped on an opening of the hopper and his leg got sucked inside by a device designed to deposit grain in a bin. He said he couldn't free his leg, he was alone, and he didn't have his cell phone. So he took out his pocket knife and sawed his leg below the knee. Then he crawled 150 feet to a phone where he called for help and was flown to a hospital. He never lost consciousness. Okay, so I found this story from another site, and Mm -hmm. it's from a local news site from one of the places we used to live. So it wasn't a hopper. It was literally the grinding auger. So that's how he knew it was trapped and it was still pulling him. Um, He didn't have his cell phone with him. He cut it off eight inches below his knee is where he severed it. He crawled. It actually was 200 feet to his house. He was terrified the whole time he was going to lose consciousness. His wife was in the house and could not hear him screaming. I feel this story is going to turn into one of those giant fish stories that the more times it gets told, the distance is going to grow. First it was 150 feet, then it was 200 feet. Actually, the news site I found it from did specifically say it was like 200 and point something. It was like like 202 point something or another. Like it was some type of distance that made me believe that was actually accurate. This town's future generations are going to be telling it. He had to crawl three miles in order to get to a (laughs) phone. Uphill, both ways. In blinding <laughs> snow. <laughs> but Half uh, of it, he just had to slide through the ice. Right. Like a penguin on his belly. His belly, <laughs> nose, and fingertips were all frostbitten, including the tip of his dick. Okay, so all jokes aside, this man is a badass. He severed his own leg with a pocket knife to save his life and then crawled her feet to crawl for help like that's i get a paper cut and i'm screaming what the hell steel balls and then some this dude big ones at that too big massive steel balls for severing your own leg with a pocket knife big enough that he rolled his ass to the house on them three miles no but i'm glad he survived my hat's off to him. Jesus, man. I, yeah. I mean, seriously. Because I remember, like, I grew up on a farm. My dad got his pant leg caught in the rototiller when he was tilling up our garden. So I can remember him screaming from the garden in our house. Like, do you remember how far away the barn was? Mm-hmm. It was that backfield there. Okay. And he was real far away from the front door. We're talking quarter of a mile? Both ways. <laughs> That's half a mile. Your yard was uphill. Yes. So he was caught and it had cut, like those blades had cut into his leg and it was bleeding. And I can remember my mom running, like, That's a traumatic thing. 
Like, this dude severed his leg to get out. I just can't imagine. I love in the picture, too, because it shows him putting on the slip uh, that goes over the, the, the hump that's left so he can put on his prosthetic. And he's just, put like any other person, just putting on a pair of pants. You know, he's got that look on his face like, well, I guess this is how it is. Uh, well, I mean, he got up his own leg. Putting on a prosthetic can't bother him too much. I wonder if he's still able to farm. Why not? Well, it depends. A prosthetic. He was using, like... Yeah. Tractor, he can control a gas and, like, I mean, let's be honest. He's still fine. He might need a tiny bit of help, but not really. It's just steel. Big, big steel walls. Massive. All right. uh, So, if you're traveling abroad uh, and you find yourself in Austria and you happen to have lost your passport... This story. Stop into McDonald's. Because not only can you get a McDouble... But you can also get in contact with the U.S. consulate. I would like one McPassport, please. Right? (laughs) No, U.S. citizens in Austria can now get help at McDonald's. If you've lost your passport in Austria and you need assistance, and if you're a U.S. citizen, there is a new way to deal with the common travel problems. Under the terms of a new partnership between McDonald's Austria and the U.S. Embassy in Vienna, staff at the fast food restaurants will help travelers in need. American citizens traveling in Austria who find themselves in distress and without a way to contact the U.S. Embassy because apparently nobody's heard of fucking Google. It's okay. You'll have to go to the embassy anyway. Most of the time, I bet their passport machine will be down. (laughs) Keep it right next to the shake machine. sorry. Your face when I said that makes me want to... I got a strawberry vanilla. Oh, no. Do I get a discount if I get fries with it? Right. Yeah, so you can go to the U.S. Embassy in McDonald's. Uh, it started Wednesday, May 15th, and from here on out, uh, services uh, will include solutions for lost or stolen pla- passport and offering travel assistance. Again, because fucking Google apparently doesn't exist. Well, like, honey, we're Americans. We must always think the answer to life is McDonald's. <sighs> it's okay. Like I said, it'll just be down all the time. This just, I mean, okay, so... How do I, you put that into your sales system? <laughs> like your POS that is one McPassport and like, where is uh, that? Is it next to the burger or is it next to the Cokes? Like, I'm not... I know one thing. It's as far away from the 99 cent menu as you can get. Oh, God. There ain't no dollar deals here. No. Like... Like, I want to know, do you have to now be a state worker type of thing to work at this McDonald's? Like, do you... That's like, actually a good question, honestly. <laughs> like, do you have to go through special training? <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't understand. Most of these motherfuckers can barely make a hamburger. You're going to trust them to get your passport right? Oh, no. You're going to go in a 32-year-old white man and come out a 45-year-old man from Zimbabwe. I don't think that's how it works, but I think on the passport that's how it works. Like, I don't think, like... Presto changeo! <laughs> You're close, honey. It's okay. <laughs> no, like... I'm have... sorry, I forgot. It's presto mcchangeo. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm serious. Do you have special training now to sell, like, a passport? Like... I mean... Somebody's going to wind up with a passport page in their fucking hamburger. 
See, I'm wondering if you're flipping through your passport and there's like a lettuce sliced couple of pickles. Girl marks. Oh my god, please tell me somewhere on the binding there's a McDonald's logo. Oh god, I would hope so. Oh. Just like on the back corner, like on one of them, like there has to be a McDonald's logo. This is the shittiest Happy Meal toy I've ever gotten. Oh no. Can you imagine just like shaking your passport out, falls half a tomato, some onion slivers, couple of pickles. It's McDonald's, it wouldn't be slivers, it'd be those little tiny cube things. That's what I'm It'd look like about. dandruff. That's what they call them, slivers. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, uh, dog runs away from home to be with daycare buddies. This was just cute. This is cute. The fact that he knows his way there by heart. This happened in Missouri. Uh, yeah, Missouri? Uh, yeah, Missouri. So, uh, dog named Hugo ran away from his home and ran to the puppy daycare center that he gets boarded at a lot to be with his friend. I inside video I surveillance footage showed the dog running through the day or the doggy daycare doors and nuzzling up to his buddy inside more than a mile over a mile yeah this dog named hugo just wanted to hang out with his friend he crossed a busy highway just to go see his friend man. i love this man i didn't even like walking the block that it was to my friend's house half the time you still wouldn't walk a block to a friend's house today. No, no, no I would not. I might drive. No, you might. wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because then you'd get upset that you had to drive a block when you could have walked it. And then your whole brain system would just go, it's not even worth it. It's not. And shut down. Like, that's just how your brain worked. You would get mad that you would have to drive it. You would talk yourself out of that. You would think, I could walk that distance. You would talk yourself out of that. And then you go, it's not even worth it. And you just sit home. I'd send a message and be like, hey, you on Xbox? You really would. I would. Part of why I hate driving is driving here is just annoying. You can't get straight anywhere. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what a Michigan left is, you have to turn right to go left. And that's infuriating. I just want to go left. Please let me go left. Because you can't be at an intersection and just make the left turn. You have to do that stupid right turn, go up to the, the break in the median, and turn left to go in the left direction. That's what you have to do here. You have to do everything opposite. It like just, eh. It's infuriating like that you, you can't, can't get turn straight left somewhere. You across the road. You have to like turn left. And, and then, do the little thing to turn left to turn right. Well, then the thing, too, is like in the intersections here in Tucson... Um, you have double turns. Mm -hmm. You have turns that can just do a U-turn and go the opposite direction. And then you have turns that can make the actual turn. But the problem is, is the people in front of you also have those same double turn lanes. And it's really fucking hard to see anything coming in the other lanes. Oh, yeah. Traffic blocking is a thing here. Like, but... it's, it's, it, you have a panic attack just trying to make a turn. It's frustrating, it's infuriating, and I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. He yells every time he comes home. I do. Every day. I hate the road. I do. I hate the road so much. He used to not mind, like, the Michigan lefts. And then we moved here, and he was like, why is everything... Everything is a Michigan left. You ever notice, too, when you're driving, the thing that you need is always on the opposite side of the street? Doesn't matter what it is. You'd be going to the grocery store. It's on the opposite side of the street. It's never on the right side of the street that you need it on. Need the gas station? Guess what? It's not on the side of the street that you're on. 
I fucking hate driving is what I'm getting at because it's just annoying. But he also refuses to walk anywhere. Nope. I do enough at work, damn it. He would just like to scream about driving. (sighs) And I think I did. There's my rant. (laughs) Roads suck. Cars suck. Let's go back to horses. So, I just... Is then when you blow a tire, you can shoot the damn horse and get a new one. Oh, my God. Next story, please. (laughs) Mississippi neighbors perplexed by mashed potato mystery. I adore this person. This is you. This is me. I really would do this. Like, I would be this person. So, residents of a Mississippi neighborhood are trying to get to the bottom of an unusual mystery. Someone's been leaving mashed potatoes in various locations. Now, when I first read this story, the first thing that came to my mind was that... There is a drunk person whose preferred drunk food, and don't act like that's not a thing because it is. It is. Is mashed potatoes. And what's happening is is this person is stumbling around the neighborhood and setting the mashed potatoes down and then forgetting them. Much like if you left your drink somewhere and can't remember where you put it. See, but my brain went, I love that our brains went totally different places. Your brain went there. My brain went to, this is a suburban mom who is angry at her neighborhood and she's passive aggressive. So she is mad because at all of her neighbors and then every time there's some type of neighborhood function, they say, oh, can you bring your famous mashed potatoes? And at this point, she's just shoving it in places like when they go to sleep because she's mad at them. Right, because they found the the mashed potatoes uh, on porches, mailboxes, even on top of vehicles. (laughs) Just let me just set my potatoes down for a second. I'll be right back. Can you imagine hitting your brakes in the intersection and then something just splatters on your hood and it's just mashed potatoes? Jesus, what was, how big was that bird? Oh, wait, it's potatoes. Damn it, Karen. <laughs> foiled again. What I imagine happens is they get distracted by like a squirrel or something and they want to go play with it, so they set their mashed potatoes down. We're not talking about like a four-year-old. We're talking, this is like a grown woman running out. Because, I mean, if it was a kid, you would think, like, oh, my bowls are missing. Why is my kid never bringing their dishes? Like, but, like, this is a grown woman who specifically... They look like they're styrofoam container. Like, styrofoam or or paper bowls and plates. They are styrofoam because they have the little dips on the edges. So, I just... You've heard of the Karen red. Is pissed. You've had a, heard of the red solo cup as the traveler, right? You know, you fill it up. You're oh, one for the road. I just kind of thought about this as well, because they're styrofoam and that does not degrade. I feel like this is someone whose neighbor is like no carb, all recycling, so they put mashed potatoes in a styrofoam bowl. <laughs> Have the carbs and the carbon footprint. Yeah, all of it. It's passive aggressiveness. You I gotta love, love it, though. But the neighbors, like, they're not really caring. Like, this is all, like, a jokey neighborhood. Right. The neighbor that was interviewed uh, for the news story uh, said, This neighborhood does a lot of quirky things. We decorate road signs. We put up Christmas trees in our potholes. So it's not surprising at all. That's why I love this, love this neighborhood. It's because they do so many strange things. But it's definitely one of the weirdest things I've seen since living here. I love that. They don't. They didn't call the cops though because they don't believe it to be a harmful. It's just a prank. Uh, someone might have at one point thought maybe the p- mashed potatoes were poisoned to kill animals, um, but it doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like this is just literally a harmless prank that somebody is pulling. Or 
It's my theory that someone is wandering around your neighborhood drunk with a bowl of mashed potatoes. I really think Karen is angry at the rest of the neighborhood for all their recycling bitching. She would like to speak to the manager, and there is no she manager. She is the manager. <laughs> you get all of the potatoes. That's just weird. Have a carb. Like, imagine going out to your vehicle. Or going out to your mailbox. Let me go get the mail. Eat carbs, Susan. Honey, did you order mashed potatoes? (laughs) In a styrofoam bowl. (laughs) Because I think DoorDash or Grubhub has really given up. Just shoving it in the mailbox. I I can't, like... Why, Karen? Why? All right, that does it for us. Um, These wild hairs are going to be short. Uh, They're not going to be near as long as the normal episodes. Uh, We wanted to just put this out here. It's probably going to be two weeks or so before we release anything else just because of scheduling and stuff going on. But we did want to give you something to hold you over until we can get back into it. The next thing that we are going to be talking about is going to be a multi-part series. and I'm not entirely sure how many parts... Uh, I'm thinking three. I'm thinking we might have to stretch it to four, depending. Yeah. But three or four, somewhere in there. We'll see. It's going to be a big series of ours. It will be. It'll be about the Mandela Effect. And uh, if you are not familiar with the Mandela Effect, by all means, go look it up. Um, Fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah. We're um, going to be introducing the concept and talking about how it came to be. And then going into some of our favorite examples and stuff like that. Again, as always, we take everything with a grain of salt, but we do believe in some things. It is false until proven true. Which is better than how things go with the U.S. justice system, because you're guilty until proven innocent. That's unfortunately true. Anyways, thank you for joining us, and remember, always adjust your ears. (laughs) 